Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Ben. I'm Adam, apparently. <laughs> and welcome to Film Busters. End of year's bonanza. Film Busters. Everybody, Film Busters is one years old today. Yay. Oy, happy birthday to us. What a wonderful time. Pew, pew, happy birthday pew, to pew, you. Pew, Happy birthday to you. We we have a lovely episode lined up for everyone today. We're going to be talking about our pretty much our film year roundup of everything that we loved of this year and everything we hated about this year. Yeah, it's very good. Well done. It's been a pleasure working with you boys for a year, watching a lot of shit and a lot of good stuff. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm really proud of us. But Ben, what was your favourite of the good stuff? That's far too quick an intro. We've got to do our quiz first, boy. You are jumping the gun. You are jumping the gun because you've forgotten... Well, he teed me up and I had to smash it out of the park. You have forgotten we've got to do our quiz. Well, you don't seem to care about the quiz because you only bring two questions. Adam doesn't care about the quiz now because it's impossible for him to catch up and win. That's why he don't yes. care. No, but Ben teed me up so I smashed it out of the park. You've never smashed Listen, nothing in your life. So Adam's very sour about this quiz because he is on 34 and me and Ben are on 37. So yes. if anyone anyone who's just joined our podcast or just listening for the first time, we do a quiz every episode. I ask two questions to Adam and Ben and if they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, I get the point. Paul, can I ask, now we're at the end of the year, are we announcing a winner for the year based on this or do, are we just rolling it? Okay, you heard it here first. Whoever wins after these set of questions will be the host of next year's quiz. But by process of elimination, Paul has the, the, the advantage here now because he can win by neither of us getting the answers right and he can also win by you getting the answers right. The only way he loses is if I get both correct. Okay, all right, okay, I'm game. All right, boys. So let's remind people of the scores. Please. Okay, so... Adam's on 34 and me and Ben are on 37. So yes. all is to play for here. It's either going to be me or Ben, the host of next year's quiz. Who's it going to be? Let's find out. Good. Let's find out. Here we go. First yeah. question. Mm. In Goodfellas... Oh, fuck. What is Henry Hill's job as a teenager that gets him involved with the mob? Oh, fucking... Shine shoes. Wrong. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's fucking. Um, oh fuck off! I know it's, it is. He's uh, I, I, a he's a delivery guy of some sort. It's a postman. Is that your, is that your final answer? He's a delivery. Yeah, but he's a delivery guy of some sort. Wrong. He's parking cars. Fuck me. He is. I got the point. <laughs> fuck. Okay. I think it's more fun to answer the answer the questions, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, of course. Oh, that is a, that is a sore loser answer. <laughs> But I'm making my friend feel better over here. I'm not out yet, because if I get this next question... Yes. You'll be left with oh, we have to go to a tiebreaker? Yes, he will have to, so I hope he's got some questions lined up. Here we go, ready for the second question? Yeah. What type of beans does Hannibal Lecter like to enjoy with a nice jam Father tea? beans, father beans. <laughs> yes, well, well done. I know about Chianti, <laughs> baby. I'm the Chianti drinker. I like father beans. <laughs> Adam, you like father beans? We are level pegging. Okay, I think the best way to do this is for Adam to ask a question and yeah. me and you have to answer it. This is really true. I've got one. Both of you should get this right. Okay. It's a big question about the year. Okay. Which film won Best Picture of the Oscars 2018? Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, shit. Um, wait, wait. Oh, my God, I can't think. I've got mind blank. It was... Um... 
Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was, um... What was it? Oh, my God. I'm oh, my God. one question. It'd be the best question of the year. What the fuck? What the fuck was it? This oh is awful, God. man. This is really annoying me. Um... Oh my god! Oh, I want to say I want to say something, but I know it's not right. Say what say you it. think isn't right. Oh no, I can't say that. Oh, and uh, shape I, of water. What is it? Shape of water. Okay, is that your answer, Paul? No, because it's wrong. I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock it in. No, he's got. Ben, lock what's it your in. answer? It's locked in. No, it's got to be locked in. It's got to be locked in. What's your answer, Ben? Um, that fucking Gary Oldman one, which I know it's not the Darkest Hour. Okay, so we got Shape of Water and Darkest Hour. I think hour. I think it is Shape of Water. I can confirm one of you is correct. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Fucking shape of water, man. Drum roll, can you hear the drum roll? It's shape of water. Damn it's it. Shape of water. Paul wins. Yes! I fucking hell. That was a very, very good <laughs> end, man. That was like the tensest question of the oh. whole damn year. Well I done. Threw my, I threw my head over that finish line. You did, mate. <laughs> good question, Adam. Good question. That was a very good question. I love it. All this. I could think of. This was is moonlight. why you make up your own question, Paul. Back to more cheating next year, I take it. <laughs> He's got to buy another one of them desktop calendars now to get all the film questions. He's still for got half the year left. That's true. He's only done like two months. <laughs> yeah, I it's, know. This is very true. Well done. I doff my hat to you, sir. Congratulations, you did very well. Thank you very much. And just so Adam's very happy, we're we're going to wipe the slate clean, and we're starting from zero 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 the beginning of next year. How exciting is that, Adam? Well done. Yes. Very very good. Right, shall we go on to the feature of this episode? Yes. Ooh, which is our yearly what's roundup the this week. The main event. Here is our feature topic. Plus, Adam might do a rubbish plot summary. Fucking serious. Right, everyone, we are doing the yearly roundup. We're going to be doing a few different sections and a few different categories of and what we think about them. And, um, Adam, would you like to say the plot? And just so everyone knows, we might say some spoilers in this. Um, I don't really want to say the plot because you pretty much just told everyone what it was, taking my glory. Um, but we are going to pick the best film we reviewed this year, the worst film we reviewed this year, the best actor or actress performance of the year in any role, supporting, major, whatever... And then we are going to pick a film that we watched but we didn't review that we recommend you watch. And don't forget, we're also doing the best moment of the podcast. Still That's undecided. very good. It could even be. It could even be in this po- podcast that just happened. It's true. Exactly. We might. We might do a throwback to to Paul's glory Two minutes moment ago. Of winning. <laughs> that was a great moment. Well done. Let's leave that in the past now. It's forgotten about. Right. So let's go to the first the first category, the film of the year. What does everyone think? Um, well, according to the ratings and. I haven't looked at the ratings again, but I can confirm that my rating matches up to what I thought my film of the year was, and it's free billboard still. And I can also confirm that my film of the year, when we started this podcast, was three billboards, naturally, the highest rated one, and at the end of the year, it is still three billboards. Oh, how lovely. Let me just say about three billboards, right? I've, I've watched it a second time now. Yes. And I've come to appreciate it a little more. I was very hard on it first time. You were. You were very tough on it. Very I was very tough. hard on it, but I've grown to love it. Interesting. You gave it a seven back in the day. Yeah, all and the way I, back. I believe I, I believe I'd give it an eight now. Okay. I think it's one of those ones that I need. I need a second watch, a second view to appreciate a little bit more. Interesting. I haven't, I haven't watched it again since. Neither so, have yeah. I. Neither have I. 
I just keep it at that nine. I remember, I remember thinking at the time, this is a strong film, but I thought something will come along this year and topple it. I don't know if that says this year of cinema wasn't that great or that Three Billboards was just that great because nothing, nothing did. It was very strong. I still remember it very vividly, being in the cinema watching it. I remember how I felt watching yeah. it, how I felt about and the characters. And it's also a film I continue to think about since as well, which is quite a lot of films I've forgotten about I've watched. Yeah, it's true. As for me, my my top-rated film was Avengers Infinity War. I did give it a 10 out of 10. Fucking... And upon review, I would say Avengers Infinity War is very good, but I don't believe it has a last... It doesn't have a lasting effect, right? So I'd still give it a 10, but it's not one that I go, oh, I need to watch it again, right? But let Mm. me tell you, one that has sat with me all this time, and I thought, that was a brilliant film. Mission Impossible Fallout. Hmm... Yeah. Right? And I believe, even though I've given it a 9 and Avengers Infinity War a 10, that yeah. is my film of the year. Mission Impossible Fallout. Interesting. I'm not sure if you should be allowed to do that. I think you should have to commit. The score you give it Look in at him. this he, podcast. He is wins what the you quiz commit. and now he's fucking swinging his dick around. I know, he's changing all the fucking rules. <laughs> I knew I knew your enthusiasm. You know why? Because when you came out of when you came out of Batman vs. Superman several years ago. You said, fucking brilliant, one of the best films I've ever seen, best films I've ever seen. And you knew, pretty much as soon as you said that, you fucking knew you'd said the wrong thing. Because you knew you didn't mean that, but you'd said it, so you had to stick with it. Because you know it's fucking uh, let appalling. Me, let me and tell it's you, not let one me of the best you. films you've ever seen, is it? Let me tell you, <laughs> Batman vs Superman, I've watched it about four or five times now, still 10 out of 10, mate. Fuck off. Yep, tell, this kid, tell this kid where to get off, Adam. I in love that film. Get in the bin. In the bin with that. Get in the bin with Infinity War and Batman versus Jack and the Wolf. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I, will, I, will, I will hold my hands up. Avengers Infinity War. I'm, I still get. I'm giving it a ten. It, I guess it has to be my film of the year because I, I've rated it higher. But Mission yes. Impossible Fallout had a lasting effect on me, and I can't wait to watch it again. Listen, th- now this is why I'm I'm a, a bit more conservative with my ratings than you guys because I hold that fucking ten. I hold that 10 back. I may not give anything a 10 in, in the entirety of us doing this podcast. And actually, to be honest with you, I would feel if that Buster Scruggs segment, that first 10, 15 minutes of Buster Scruggs was somehow extended into the entire movie and they managed to keep that momentum and that feel and that vibe, that would be my number one movie of the year. But they didn't. And they Would it the have the same things. effect, though, you reckon, if they strung that out? Probably not, but you, we never know. You know, that's like seeing ten minutes of Big Lebowski and saying, "Oh, they'd never be able to do that over two hours," but they did, and it's a fucking ten out of ten film. True. Anyway, I, I so, feel, but as a, as a film busters, as a collective, when you look at our scores, three billboards. we have three billboards, Infinity War, and Buster Scruggs all have eight point three average. So, yeah. as an average of all our scores, I think it's fair to say, I think it's fair to say that three billboards is top because two of us give it our top spot and then Infinity War has to come second because it's the only 10 of our entire review with honourable mention to Buster Scruggs in third place that's so what it looks like so three billboards you will be getting a Film Busters trophy in the mail will be coming to you very shortly you will I guess it has to doesn't it nice Woody well, Harrelson Sam Rockwell Francis McDormand most importantly anyway that was our top film of the year yeah as a collective I guess three billboards was the Film Busters film of the year I'm super excited to see what's going to... what Because I'm super excited to be clearing the decks and starting afresh for 2019. Well, what film are you most looking forward to in 2019 then? Oh, I don't know. 
for me, it's got to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. I, I would say I'm most looking forward to Shazam. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment in Paul Ben's voice. Um, that or the Irishman, I reckon. But the Irishman, I okay, know. Okay, all right. Well, in deep that... down inside, it's about twenty years too late. Can I? Can still... I just say right? You're you, you're both. You're saying you're saying films that have we've just heard speculation and behind the scenes photos from, right? And it's like we haven't got a trade or nothing, so they're not building the anticipation for me yet. Shazam, that was really fun, and it's something different, and I'm really looking forward to it. What about the Joker film then? Do you put Shazam? Oh my god, the Joker film. Scrap Shazam! I want to see the joke. Yeah, so look at look that. at Paul. Paul says everything far too quickly without thinking, and then he backtracks. <laughs> Fucking backtracks I forgot about it. I forgot about it. <laughs> I, I didn't realise Irishman was scheduled for next year for definite, but then that is mine, hundred percent. Scorsese, Pacino, De Niro, Pesci, all under one roof has to be hundred percent. I don't have yeah. to see a trailer. I don't have to see nothing. That's a perfect storm of people. Do you even want to see a trailer or anything? No, I don't. I would love to go into it blind. And actually, I'm going to. It's cut. a Netflix film, so you might actually get away with it mm. because they don't really advertise it in the cinema, do they? Yeah, no, they, it kind they, of they don't. gets released, doesn't it? But you know, I will go to the cinema to watch that. I won't watch it on Netflix. It deserves. You'll go it. to Scorsese's house to watch it with him. I'll call up Marty and say, Marty, have you ever seen what a woman's pussy like look like after you put a gun inside a woman's pussy? <laughs> then you should see what a woman's <laughs> pussy looks like. <laughs> okay, should we move on to the next segment then? We've had the best. And now we've got the worst. What is your worst film of the year? It has to be Tomb Raider. It has to be Tomb Raider. Thinking back on it, it's between that and The Meg. And thinking back again, I think The Meg did have a more enjoyable factor to it than Tomb Raider. It was a, little, it was a, it was a tiny bit more fun. It's, the Meg was stupid from the beginning, whereas Tomb Raider did, wasn't stupid Tomb Raider from the took itself so seriously. And it was like, this is a part of shit. Talking of films that take themselves, have you seen the new Godzilla trailer? Yes. Forget it. Why are you so quiet, Ben? You two upset me with what you've said. Because you want to say the Meg. You know why you upset me? Because I want to say the Meg. And you know why You know why the Meg is bottom of the list and not Tomb Raider? Why? Because I got to see the Tomb Raider with the two of you. Aww. That's true. Yes. Maybe you should grow a pair then, Ben. <laughs> you two are the worst. You two are the fucking worst <laughs> friends ever, man. Leave me hanging that was down so cute. here by myself. That was real cute. Put it this way, Ben. If I hadn't seen it with you, it would have been a two. It, well, I, I watched it with you two and it was a two. But it just so happens that the Meg was more of a fucking two. <laughs> but the Meg was awful, boy. The Tomb Raider, we had a good laugh afterwards. Now, if I hadn't watched it, if I hadn't watched Tomb Raider with you two, then the two of, then the, the three of us wouldn't have had a good laugh about it afterwards, a joke about the old Chinese man waving his hand and like Sprout and all of the nonsense that came with it, <laughs> having some drinks at, at Paul's house and then falling asleep on the sofa and the dog was with whistling the dog and there was rejects on the TV. All of that stuff was a lovely combination. So it was like, oh, happy memory. We went and walked the hills in Scotland the next day looking over the hills. Fuck it. We talked about Tomb Raider. <laughs> It was all very nice, nice memory. So it all got muddled in. So there's no way I could put Tomb Raider at the bottom. There's no happy oh, memories oh. for the fucking Meg. The well, Meg I'm looking at it as a film because we are film reviewers, Ben. I'm taking away the emotional side. Yeah, you're the film reviewer who gave it five out of ten, and I gave it two out of ten. I yeah. feel like I feel like we all reveled in how bad that film was. Yes, and that's why it was. Better. We did. That's why it was a but better, because... worst film. <laughs> yeah, it was shocking, man. It was shockingly bad. And it's on Netflix now, so I think you can rewatch it. Remember the time that the body sprung up in the in the crypt? 
bucket like a theme yes. park ride. And things, it just exploded. Its eye socket, no, it deteriorated, <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't it? The corpse yes. just started deteriorating for fucking no reason. And she was cycling around London. Yes, oh. that's what I was about to say. What a bitch. Oh, that was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible film. film. But the Meg, the Meg was worse, man, because it should have been, it should have at least had some humour or something or poking fun at itself. It was just shit. The whole film was a fucking headache. I remember just having a fucking headache watching it and afterwards because it was like, this is just shit on every level. There's no good writing. The fucking leads are awful. Statham is so overrated. He should, he, he's allowed to run fucking amok in every film and people rush out and buy tickets because it's fucking Jason Statham. Who gives a shit? Just because he's some British cunt. We don't always need to throw our support behind the prick. Okay, on well that done. note... Loved it. Shall we talk about good actors? <laughs> or actresses? You know they're doing well, a second it, one of that piece of shit. Well, let's, let's just say... Good, just I want to watch it. ...that by a majority... Tomb Raider is the film buster's worst film of the yeah. year. Don't worry, Tomb Raider, you'll get a statue in the post as well. Yes, we'll just, you'll get a shit in the post. Have we got enough money left in our budget? I've, blo- I've blown it all. Anyway, talking about shit actors, should we move on to good actors or our best performance of the year? Yes. Our best performance okay. of the year? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. And the man tipping his hat... In the yes. Tomb Raider doesn't count. <laughs> and just and just so, just so everyone's aware, we're talking about the best performance in the films that we have reviewed in this podcast. And that can be in any role, male supporting, female supporting, lead, even like a five-minute throw-in, whatever. The shark. But for me, hang on a minute. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys what you guys have picked because I have no idea. This was actually quite hard. I was really trying to think fairly. Yes. That, was it easy I, I for you guys? I was trying to think fairly. Yeah, and I am the definitive. I what it was quite hard, but then there is when you sit down and really think about it, it was one clear winner for me, and that is Sam Rockwell. Okay, bang, oh, Sam Rockwell over cute. here. Mine's not Sam Rockwell. Okay, so let's talk about Sam Rockwell for a minute, and then we'll come to Paul's. Is it Tom Cruise limping across the roof in Mission Impossible? Adam, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it just stood out as a clear winner for me. It was the it, it was the best film of the year, and for me, that was the almost the key role within that film between him and her it was it had totally to be between agree. them yeah that Frances McDormand is obviously she was the lead but Sam Rockwell was kind of the, for me the heart of that yeah. story and uh, his transformation from being someone you think is a fucking arsehole at the beginning of the film and just don't connect with or like to who he became at the end was magnificent and Rockwell is always outstanding and I have no ill will and hold no regrets about saying he gave the fucking performance of the year in that. Yeah, yeah. Well if I had to give a second, it would probably go to her. Well, we're not doing seconds here. Well, yeah, Adam, shut up, you greedy prick. Yeah, well, we've agreed on Sam. So Sam is also going to get a Film Busters winner of the year, but let's just see what Paul has. Look, three billboards are swooping the award. Three billboards yeah, are swooping are. the awards with Film Busters. They didn't do well in the Oscars at the beginning of the year. If they win one more, they get free postage. They don't get this treatment at the Oscars, do they? Actually, Sam Rockwell did win the Oscar for Best Supporting, right? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. We should really do this research before the the podcast. People listen to us. They want to know we know what the fuck we're talking about. (laughs) We're guessing shit all over the place. What did Paul think? Best Performance of the Year. Best Performance of the Year. This is a film that we reviewed, and I think it was a surprise hit, right? I know what oh, yeah, it is. I know what you're going to say. And this is a guy 
who I thought, wow, he did a really, really good performance. Yeah, it is that, innit? And this was Logan Marshall Green from Upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Agree yeah. With yeah. That. I've considered him, you know. I considered him. Yeah. He was fantastic. That's yes. a very good call. The physical performance as well as like the general acting, outstanding. Brilliant. He put his he put everything into that film and he must have like been researching that it role. It's such a shame that that film has gone so under the radar. It's true. It has. I kind of like that it did though. Yeah, it was nice for us. Yeah, but I feel like it, I feel like it is a nice film, but I also feel like it does deserve a lot more than it got. Yeah, but you know what, mate? This is the thing, right? With these sorts of films, the reason they're so good is because they do the shit that doesn't make them totally fucking mainstream. Because of the unhappy ending, because it didn't quite have the polish and the veneer, it keeps it just on the outskirts, which is why people say, oh, it's a shame it didn't get exposure. It would only get exposure if it conformed and compromised in a couple of places. So, thank God well, it Well, like didn't, if he killed know? his mum instead of the policeman. Oh, yeah. Culty. It's a cult. It's a cult film. That's what it is, isn't Yeah, it? definitely. Yeah, it is. He brought humour... He bought drama, loved it. Yes, yes, he did. Hundred percent agree with you, man. That was a very, very good call. Yes, definitely. Sam well. Rockwell and him, very good. And he did, he did a better job of acting like Tom Hardy than Tom Hardy does acting like Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's what kind yeah. of does stand out when you watch Venom, like the same, almost same role, and how one person you never heard of and one person you have, and who did it better, and it turned out to be. If anyone wants a recommendation, Upgrade is a better Venom film than Venom. Oh my lord! Yes. My lord, yes. <laughs> you, you, both, you both give Venom a little seven, didn't you? I, you terrible two. You gruesome twosome, you two. Fucking giving Venom you gave it a seven six. should be a shame. You gave it a six, didn't you? I give it, I give it five, and I smacked it on the arse as it walked out. Oh. <laughs> and then it turned around and bit your head off. You were, you were singing its praises on that podcast. You were singing its praises. I, I just, I just nestled in its shoulder for a bit. That was all, and then I moved on. <laughs> it, yeah, it totally forgotten about to that me. film now. Totally forgotten. Anyway, that was very good. That, that was a good call. Good call. I respect them. I respect all the choices. Final segment call. of the year: the film that we all watched, but we didn't review as a podcast. We already told you to watch mm-hmm. Upgrade. And personally, I'd say if you haven't watched any of the films in this podcast, watch Upgrade because I mean you probably watched the rest. But Upgrade's the one out of the pan. If that makes sense. Yes. But personally, for me, the film I watched that we didn't review that was the best film of the year, and it almost comes as close second to Free Billboards, was The Black Klansman. Black Klansman. See, I knew it was going that way. It was a very good film. It was a very, very was. good film. Yes. Nice. I still wanted to see it. Was it was Spike Lee back to his best after a long while. Have you? Have, did you see it, film? No, I still wanted to see it. It, hit, it oh. was such a good film on so many levels, and the more you think about it, the more. You, it, you, you put this on a pedestal, guys. This better be good. It is very good, Paul. I'm not sure if you will like it. I'm being honest. I'm not sure that it will be one for you. You'll, There's not you'll enough superheroes. It... There's not enough superheroes for Paul. No, no. I think I think Paul, you probably give this a seven too. I reckon. Okay. I reckon you'll I'll feel you about know. it when you watch it the same way you did about Three Billboards when you first watched it. I reckon you'll go. It was good, but nothing special. Whoa. But actually, it. Wa- I thought it was very good. It's also the frame of mind dream. But why did you like it so much, Adam? I don't know, I just thought it was a brilliant film on a lot of different levels and it makes you think afterwards and it's still one of these films when I think back of the films I've watched this year it still does stand out as, oh, I've watched that film it's not I have to scroll through my list on IMDb I'm like, oh, I forgot I watched that film but I enjoyed it, it just stands yeah. out there's great performances and there's a lot to think about and like 
just it was good the the film the way the film ends like spoiler alert for motherfuckers it ends but the way the way it that it ends we're going into the fucking real footage in real life and, and the whole time they're making it out to be like Trump's a joke statements and after happened. the Charlottesville stuff and then oh lord mm. yeah, yeah that was deep that's a good call very well done I think I gave it a 9 out of 10 yeah it could have been mm. a 10 I might have to watch it would again. you have put this Maybe. above three billboards if we'd watched it for the podcast I don't know it depends hmm. I don't know it's a film well they're probably just as equally have. as good but three billboards as a film I don't know yeah it's a better film I'd say it's better acted and all that kind of stuff it does yeah. all that better whereas, it's a good recommendation I don't know but it, all three billboards also gets you thinking as well yeah I don't know it's a close call it's a good call it's a good call well done Paul, check it out. You you will you will like it, but you won't rave about no, it. No, I hundred percent will. I'm gonna watch it very yes. soon. What's yours, Paul? This this film is gonna bring us full circle because it's something that we spoke about mm-hmm. in one of the very early episodes, and I only just watched recently, and I was very happy with it. And I mean, yes. looking back at the films I've watched this year, I haven't actually watched that many that are out of the podcast, right? And this film is Den yeah. of Thieves. Oh, okay. I oh my lord. I really enjoyed what a fucking it. Fucking throwback. Really? I know. You yeah. Oh, it got very silly for me and I, know. I kind of removed myself from the film and it was I just know a Adam bit didn't enjoy it. Silly. But I was very happy with it. I haven't even watched this. Go on, Robert. Why is it it's so on good? Netflix, but Ben. Great action. I know. Really good story. Gerard Butler's really good in it. Um and so's Pablo Schreiber. He's a good I villain. thought the best person was Ice Cube some. Shut up. He was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't 50 Cent in this fucking film? Yeah. Yeah, and he get, he, he's You're fine. recommending, you're, you're saying the best film that we didn't watch on the podcast has 50 Cent in it. Are you loco, essay? <laughs> he did say Son. his best film of next year was Shazam as well. Remember that one. Do you want me to sign off this podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Your opinion guys, is irrelevant, Paul. Listen, guys. You're recommending Black Panther to me. Doesn't mean I'm going to like it. Doesn't mean I'm no. happy with it. I'm saying Den of Thieves. Paul, do you know that one part of that film that stands out for me, it actually involved 50 Cent. Oh, yeah. And that's when the boyfriend comes around to his house. Oh, yeah, that was funny, man. <laughs> well, this all goes over my head. I'll never watch this film. Watch it, Ben. When you're hungover next time and you don't care about a film you're watching, watch that. Listen, I all just right. want to recommend... I just want to say something that's not obvious, and that is Den of Thieves. Good. No, you should. What's your Absolutely. film then, Ben? I ain't going to tell you off. My film, because I'm so much more cultured and sophisticated than the likes of you two scum... Oh, you like is, to think that. Is, You're just a still prick. <laughs> it's something that I saw at the Curzon last month, because I go to sophisticated... Oh, of course, the Curzon. <laughs> They're not but, like kids in there, and you're not allowed to eat popcorn. My name is yes, Ben, I go to the Curzon. Well, yes, so... Well, sucks to be you if you don't. Now, listen, I'm telling you because this is goes back to the heart the, everything about this was a perfect storm of things that I like I went to the cinema and I saw a movie poster and I didn't know anything about it other than the po- what I saw on the poster and I'm like fucking I'm going to see that film so I okay. went to see this film not having seen the trailer not knowing anything about it and I watched it and I was so fucking glad I did it's a film and it's called Dogman it's an Italian film it's about a guy who owns a dog grooming shop in this really seedy Italian uh, seafront town in Napoli who is surrounded by uh, 
criminals and like shady characters who he's sort of grown up with who don't really respect him but he sort of is just he's on a level with because he supplies them with a bit of cocaine and it's about how pushed around he is but how he fucking I can't reveal too much but how he deals with these criminals and these imposing forces that are surrounding him he's such a meek guy the lead actor in it is incredible it was like a gripping fucking film I reckon both of you hands down will watch this film and say this this is a great great film so much so that if we'd watched it for the podcast I would have put this above three billboards it would be my top film of the year it is my top film of the year overall uh, and it's called Dogman and I suggest everyone goes and checks it out do you think you enjoyed it because of the romance of just the idea of walking in and you didn't know anything about it and watched it that, that, that certainly played a it? part in it yeah but yeah for, for sure it did but ultimately the fucking film was great man it's brutal you know like, I can't even compare it to anything but there's a lot of humour in there but there's a lot of brutality and you feel you feel for this guy because he's such a weedy skinny guy like the opening shot he is spraying this huge fucking dog down, mean, but then he wins it round. And you sort of, at first, you're on the edge of your seat, and then you go with it. It's, oh, mate, listen, both of you will like it, I think. The only time it's, it's very on now good. is on Monday at the same theatre you just on about as well. There you That's go. You must go to the Curzon boys, and then, you, then these things will be freely available to you. I'll, give I'll get you into the members' lounge. <laughs> <laughs> with your caviar and anchovies. Anyway, anyway that's it. after after that life story, um, should we move on to the next section? What do you mean, life story? Oh. I should smack your ass. <laughs> life story. Is there any other places you, you want to bitch. tell us about Ben? <laughs> I just had to get you back from your, the Den of Thieves statement. <laughs> yes. They don't even talk about Den of You're Thieves outrageous. in that cinema. If you mention it, you're banned for life. No, they don't. You are. You get burned. You get a tire put around your neck, and the tire gets set on fire, and you're burned in the street. If you mention Jesus. Den of Thieves, they don't sound very aristocratic. Those people. <laughs> Listen, all all the aristocrats are in the Curzon, boys. You'll see me in there with my top hat and monocle in, and I won't. If I see you, I pretend I don't see you. But you still I say, I'll short see tooth. you at the Odeon. <laughs> yeah, I put I put a cap on the short tooth so no one can notice. <laughs> you fit right in, sir. Pull up a chair. Front row? No, no. Right, should we round up this section? We've got one last little segment, which is the best moment of the podcast. I want Ben to start first. Okay, I, I, okay. so thinking about the best moment was tough. I couldn't really pick one. There's been so many funny moments, and I thought that that's what I would go for, a really funny moment. But actually, my favourite moment was less a moment, and it was more a podcast. It was when we did a podcast on the representation of women in film because I thought it was a standout episode for us because it's one of the first episodes where we barely joke. We do joke, of course, but we actually discuss very, very seriously for about 25 minutes, 30 minutes with no gags. I listened to it again today and uh, I just thought it was good because it, it goes to show that we all fucking banter and joke around on here. We have a good time fucking with each other and taking a piss out of films. But actually, we, we all take film very seriously on one level or another and th that topical conversation about women's representation in films was very strong so I liked it so sorry if that's not a funny answer but it's my true answer no it's, it's, it's lovely because if kids watch these films little girls and little boys watch these films now then when they're getting older they will learn to appreciate and respect women more and respect women being their own creatures rather than creatures that exist for men 100% I think Disney and Pixar are probably the only 
medium right now who's actually made that change. But I feel Disney well, are probably the starting up of most of the problems with women in cinema. It's very true. Well, probably, yeah, exactly. But you have to start change somewhere, don't you? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I, for me personally, I don't think that film can do it, and I don't, and film is still so far behind. You said something. I think you said it on the last podcast. You said that, or maybe you said this in a conversation. Either way, it's worth talking about here. You said that because of all the Me Too stuff that's coming out now, and yep. rightly so. Hollywood is now going to make a shitload of films that are female protagonists, uh, female leads and whatnot, but they'd be making it for the wrong reason, which is in response to this, because they know that everyone will rush out and part with their money to go and see it. So essentially it's a moneymaker. And a few things will win Oscars in the next couple of years, potentially, with strong female leads, and then it will go away. And uh, that's bad, because that's just fucking reactionary. Look how emotional I'm being on this podcast today. I'm bearing my soul to you, boys. He's opening very up. very passionate today. He I'm going to slam shut on you guys next year. I'm going to be cold <laughs> as fuck. You know the sad thing about that episode was that it's one of our least listened to episodes. One of our least listened to episodes. Oh. And See, it's like, you come on, come on, pigs. people. Yeah. Pigs. <laughs> Chauvinistic <laughs> pigs. That's one of the few podcasts I've listened to back as well, that one. I don't listen to many of my podcasts back, but it's one of the few. You should, mate. They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> they are. <laughs> when I you know, listen back to them, all of a sudden you hear a really funny bit and you're like, fuck, that's gold, man. That's fucking gold. <laughs> anyway, who's next? Go on, Adam. I don't know. I was kind of hard to pick one. I quite have enjoyed the first podcast, all sentimental reasons. This will be, though, but in years, when we're super rich and famous podcasters of course. and all our thousands of fans want to go, let's listen to the first podcast they ever did, They'll listen to this. And they'll be crying. So here's a message to the future selves. Go fuck yourselves. Beautiful. <laughs> There's nothing nice about that. All funny. I love it. <laughs> I have a standout little um, segment of one of the podcasts. And this is when we were yes. talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And we decided we'd talk about the cast. Oh, and then yeah. we'd each say <laughs> woof or meow. Oh, depending yeah. on whether we liked that yeah, person that or didn't good. like that person. I'm really surprised and that I hasn't caught it, on in general life. Okay, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has cast so many stars. We do this are every you, single podcast. Are you ready to list them though? We're going to list them. Should we, should we do some, right. some kind of thing where how much you care about them? Yeah. What are you going to say? You've got to say either... Woof, if you don't like him. Or yeah. meow. Meow for something good. <laughs> yeah. What is this rating system? Here we go. Margot Robbie. <laughs> meow. Woof, because she's in it too much. She's in too much. Brad Pitt. Yeah, but it's nice to see No, you. I know what you're talking about. I just want you to make noises. Oh. All right. Me- start this, start again. Woof. Margot, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Woof. Meow. Brad Pitt. Meow. Meow. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> meow. Meow. <laughs> Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Meow. Woof. Oh, no, oh. no, no. I don't know why it hasn't caught on yet. <laughs> that should be our rating system for fucking it films. It should be. For meow. It's, it's, it's it a woof be. or meow. Oh, isn't that lovely? Look how far we've come. And that very brings nice. us to the end of year rewards. Reviews. Rewards, reviews... Thing, well, we give honest, out rewards. We gave out some trophies, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Three balls. Balls got a couple. Yeah, gave out plenty of trophies. Three ball balls. As three as ball balls. Three, three, three ball balls. balls. They almost got three, three balls. balls. He's in the Christmas spirit. 
<laughs> they almost got they almost got three awards but they only got the two Oi, oh. somebody should sell baubles, three baubles with the words that are on the three billboard signs and then you hang them on your tree like that. Yeah, because that's exactly what you want on your tree at Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> Rate to set fire to <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. So, I guess now, what all can that can be said, at this point, having been with you boys for years, happy anniversary, and I'll see you in 2019. Cheers. We yes, should have got to finish this we podcast, to- you twat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyway, that was all quite yet. So I need you for another ten minutes. So I guess we go on to the next segment, which is letters. Hey, have we got have any? Have we got some sacks for Santa? Some sacks for Santa? Some letters for Ben? Some sacks for Paulie? Some letters for Adam? Some emails from Michael? Why am I? Why am I getting the sacks? These three males just received emails. Well, what are we supposed to do about it? Fucking reader. From last podcast, if anyone listened to it, Ben said that if anyone got in contact, he would send them a DVD or Blu ray from Amazon. Somebody did get in contact with us, and that is Annie. And she has also asked some questions. So, Ben, would you like to answer these questions? Annie, Annie are you, you okay? okay? And Annie, is she okay, Annie? She's, she's going to tell us that she's okay. How's Annie? How, how's is everyone, Annie? Is everyone jealous ha- of okay? If you how's just wait, Annie? if you just wait, she's going to tell us she's okay. You know, how's Annie and Annie Are You Okay? It's bizarre. Michael Jackson did Annie Are You Okay? Twin Peaks did How's Annie? Everyone's always concerned about how Annie is. It's nice to be an Annie. Everyone always cares about you. It must be nice to be an Annie. Yeah. Yes. Annie's getting Shape of Water, by the way, for those those who want to know. Oh, yeah, oh, she the is. the Oscar film of the year. The Oscar film. Yes. It's all connected. Everything's circular on this podcast. Happy Christmas. Right, so Annie said to us, I recently started listening to your podcast and I love it. Recently, you don't deserve it. You have to be a fan one. Oh, Adam, you need to you know, up. You know Adam. Adam's very, very rough. He's very rough <laughs> with words. He doesn't mean it. She should listen to them all at first, at least. Okay, let's carry on. I got curious when I heard <laughs> Ben say in your underrated and overrated TV shows episode they'd buy tickets to see the Spice Girls if they reunited. Now they have reunited. Have you gone through with it, Ben? I attempted, <laughs> but I was unsuccessful. There you go. You should be go. ashamed. So ashamed if anyone wants to send Ben some spare Spice Girl tickets, feel free. He will pay three times the face value. There's no posh, though. Do you know this? There's You're no the posh. You're the posh at the cruise on theatre. Victoria's, Victoria's That's true. I'm turning with my monocle and top hat. Oh, hello. <laughs> the Spice Girls come to the Curzon afterwards. Harry's back from home alone. He was in the very first podcast. It's all coming full circle. Everything's coming full, full circle. circle on this special bumper anniversary edition. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right, would you like to hear what else she asked? Yes. She said, also, <laughs> even though Bedden doesn't like Marvel, I'm holding out for an Infinity War Endgame podcast next year. Pretty please. Thanks for keeping my bus rides interesting. <laughs> so Ben, what is Infinity War Endgame? Uh, it's what's the next uh, one. Avengers Endgame? What's it's the Part sequel? Two. Oh right, that's what they're calling it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I will be going to see it for our beloved fans who clearly Just for you, want Annie. us too. You want to see how it ends, don't you? Yes, I want to see how it ends. I want to see them all come back from dust, as they clearly will, and no one will really give a shit. Yes, as long as people die in it, I'm fine. Annie was very greedy with her two questions. That's right. Annie, she is okay. She was okay. Yeah, she she's okay, okay with it, though. Yes. She's getting a bit jealous, but she's okay, Annie. That's not a lyric in the song. <laughs> Are you jealous? <laughs> no. 
Annie, are she, you jealous? He, Michael Jackson never says, Annie, are you jealous? He never does. I swear it's in the okay. lyrics. Okay, I'm going to Google the lyrics to Smooth Criminal right here, right now. There's <laughs> nothing about thriller. Annie, are you jealous? Look, are you jealous? There isn't. But are you okay, Annie? There's nothing like that, mate. There's no jealous, so you're wrong. It says, can you tell us that you're okay? Yeah, that's true. Can you tell us that you're okay, Annie? Yeah. Don't say, are you jealous? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in fitting with, with the rest of the lyrics <laughs> if she's if she's been struck down by a criminal why would she be jealous who's she jealous of <laughs> everyone who wasn't struck down I, it's all lies I got a question here this is going to actually get you thinking again so I hope okay. your minds are in gear this question comes from Sophie and the question is what are your best picture best actor and best actress predictions for the 2019 Oscars. Oh shit! Ooh. I haven't even looked what the films are coming out. Are. It's going to be Lady Gaga, I reckon. Oh yeah. Yeah, but what? That, yeah, that's what you want, stuff, is it? Have you? Watched I don't the want film? it to happen. I don't really know. Oh, I mention it. Okay, so these are what these are what have been nominated for the Golden Globes, right? And then pick your Oscars okay, in or around it. this. So this thing. is for the for the Golden Globes. The best motion picture 2019. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, if Bill Street could talk, I don't know what that is, and A Star Is Born. I think out of those, um, A Star Is Born will win it. Yeah. I, I personally would say Klansman or um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Star Is Born, Lady Gaga, and Rami Malek. Okay, fair. Lady Gaga is one of the nominees. The the other nominees are Glenn Close in The Wife, Nicole Kidman in Destroyer. I mean, I don't know what these who, what what these performances are like. Melissa McCarthy's been nominated. Wow. For Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's bizarre. And Rosamund Pike in A Private Raw War. I think Lady Gaga. I think yes. Even though I criticised him, Andy Sambo is going to host the Golden Globes. Never mind that. And the Best Actor nominees are Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born. Willem Dafoe again he was nominated a couple of years ago he's doing very well Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate Lucas Hedges who I don't know who that is for Boy Erased Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and John David Washington for Black Klansman I think you might be right Rami Malek it'll be between Rami Malek and Bradley Cooper I think as well Star is Born could sweep the boards yeah it probably will I just looked up if Bill Street could talk and it comes out in February that's probably why we haven't heard of it yet anyway that was it I think that's it for the questions and I think that's it for yeah. the fucking year has anyone got any films they want us to watch in the new year send them in to us because we yes send them in to us if you want to get in touch with us send us any films you want us to watch or any questions you want us to read out in the podcast you can get in touch with us at filmbusterspod on Instagram Facebook and Twitter or email us at filmbusters at outlook.com and we've also just opened all our Twitter accounts so you guys can add us in there as well I'm at filmbusterspaul and you can find me on Twitter at filmbustersben and you can no. find me at filmbustersadam Ah, oh, lovely. That was a beautiful podcast. Yeah. And we can't wait to see you guys next year. Also, send us loads of birthday Yeah, presents. happy new year. Yes. Happy birthday to us. Happy Christmas. Happy birthday Merry holidays to us. and a happy new year. Let it bring you thousands yes. of greetings and many more minutes to listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Subscribe, share the love around, tell a friend. And next year, we're going to be coming at you with a clean deck. We're going to hit all new films and we're going to start the year off with a bang. So stay tuned. Early days of January, we're going to start off big and also send us birthday presents and also I'm the host again because I won yeah that is true and one person by the end of the year will have been sent 10 blu-rays 
by Film Busters simply because they emailed us and we've selected a number. It could be 12 or it could be 20 or it could be three. And if you're the third or the 12th or the 20th person to contact us, we will send you 10 Blu-rays of your choosing. But you don't know which number it is, but we'll let you know. And that's how you end the podcast. Booyah! It's